previously on Adventure. It's been about a month since the dragon fight. You get a raven, and it's a note from Leo. And I also want to tell you and warn you that you need to be very careful who you trust. Hey, hey Stewie, we, what are you on about? What, what's going on? What was in that head of yours? Uh, just look out for Julian. They talked about him an awful lot. Hello, Julian. Thank you so much for joining me. <laughs> Please call me Henrik. Is there some arrangement we can come to where I can perhaps help me to get back where I need to be? You go and find that last item for me. And then you bring all three to me and I will send you home. But uh-huh. Thrace and Henley will not survive. I'm not sure I'm on board with that. The last item is in the castle in the town of Blackthorn. Last time we were all together, it was a long time ago. Yeah, help us out here. Last mm-hmm. time we were all together, you, you guys all took out that dragon. Oh, yeah. Uh, also part of Neverwinter. In, in the yes. process. But only the poor part. A man's got to do what a man's got to do. Those people should just stop being poor. S- spoken like a true politician. <laughs> um, hey, they were evacuating. You know? <laughs> Um, they were also hanging out in the town for like way longer than they should have been. But like I said, in all of your solo adventures, <laughs> people people had cleared out the part of the town that was going to be destroyed <laughs> until you moved the dragon, <laughs> so jumped on the heads, yeah. Yeah, and, ch- and changed the radius of the safe zone. Okay, but let's, again, this is a little bit too. If you keep this in, you keep it in. But like, if you knew a bomb was going off in Medford, would you be like, "Oh, I'm cool in Babylon"? Like, yes, yes they, actually. Yeah, yeah. If they told me I was cool, miles yeah. away, yeah. Yeah. they told me I was cool there. Yeah. Yeah. But they, who's they? Right? Like you're just gonna get out of Dodge if you want. The administration <laughs> of Neverwinter or yeah. Medford, I guess in this case. Okay. Um, hey, they may have the same you know traffic problems we do. Maybe you can't okay. get out of town. Yeah. Oh, Brian. All right. All right. I mean, look, we had shore him up the road. What were we supposed to do when that blew up? And also, you and literally all, yeah. could have dropped the dragon anywhere in the world. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You have yeah. a, a like, magical yeah. device that lets you warp anywhere in the world, and you warped... <laughs> Trump <laughs> Tower would have been good. We, we warped like half a mile to the west <laughs> yeah. and dropped it on the poor people. Yeah. 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 Oops. It wasn't that great. It wasn't our finest moment, let's no. just say that. No. So, um, so after that... You folks spent a month in Vandalin waiting for the next magical item to make its appearance. Um, and around that time, you all kind of got up to your own separate stuff. Uh, now, <laughs> whether or not you all listened to the stuff that you all got up to, is in a, it's another another case. Is it out? No, 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 it's not yet. Oh, it will okay. be out with time to hear this. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we actually haven't heard it. No, you haven't heard okay. it. Um, but uh, you all got different things, you know, uh, Henley had a, a potential romance going on. No, <laughs> with his left hand. <laughs> no, with a with a real. With uh, a real... Number one, I'm a righty. Number two, <laughs> <laughs> right tight, left Lucy. Um, but also, it, I was I was playing the long game. Yeah, we were in the long, <laughs> long game. game. Julian had his head in a lot of books and was trying to research what was going on. Uh, Sounds like Julian. Yeah, yeah. and and Thrace no was fire. I have to say, no shady. fire. Good. <laughs> Thrace making home for herself, and she went on a date. So, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> the most awkward date in history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This night that we're in question right now, um, you Thrace and Henley were both out of town for most of the night. You were on your date. Henley was in Neverwinter drinking with Stewie. 
Um, Bob stayed in uh, Bob uh, Julian stayed in Fandolin. Is his romance with Stewie? No, no romance. Oh, with Stewie. Uh, that would have been. But cool. they had a good bro night for sure. Not yet. <laughs> um, long game. Long game. <laughs> <laughs> a long game. Yeah. Uh, they had a good a good drinking night and talked about some stuff. And and Julian stayed in in Fandolin and, and uh, did some more research. Uh, but when you returned to Fandolin, Thrace and Henley. You both were greeted by a messenger who told you that Gizmodo had found the last magical item and that you were to come to his chambers right away. <gasps> when you arrive, both arrive at his chambers, Julian is already there with Gizmodo and they are hurriedly talking at their table when you walk up to the table. And when you walk in, Gizmodo turns to you and he says, my friends, your, your companion, Julian, has had a, a stroke of insight and I think we have found this last magical item. A stroke yeah. of insight? Damn I it. didn't have a stroke. I mean, it's been pretty bad over the last <laughs> I few walk weeks. I did to the thing yes, where you ping yourself all the yes, time. Yes, but, yeah. it, it has been tough, but we ha- I have an idea. Where do you get these ideas from? Being a, a bookworm. I know, I'm starting to find it. No, it's in a book instead of a pint, right? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, well, the last time I Look went with a pint for you. Look what happened, right? <laughs> exactly. You were picking my pocket, as I recall. And honestly, look out of the two of you, which one is getting further in life, Henley? <laughs> you try Aww. reading a book every now and then. Are <laughs> you starting to feel bad for Henley? Yeah. Jillian? <laughs> We've been away for a while. True, I yeah. mean, it's, it's right, well, like I'll I miss you, you I'll give you 10 minutes. 10 minutes to spend with Henley to catch you up on why no, we don't no, like no, him. No, 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 no. That's way, way too much. We'll have, we'll have that sort of too so much. We're back time. on the yeah. not liking Henley yeah. train, yeah. right? Yeah, okay, okay you, you, you've straightened me. Uh, Henley, what do you Thank have to say for yourself? I mean, I'll miss you blokes. And whatever you are. I feel bad. See? Come on, group hug. No, I'm not touching him. Um, and Henley just reaches pain. around to both of them and gives both of their bums a squeeze. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, that is your, my tail you have hold of, Henley. And what a tail it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Friends, it is time, I think, to move forward. Yes. The last magical item we need. Yes. Is in Blackthorn Castle in Blackthorn Village. And how you know that? How do you know this, Julian? I had my nose in books. We have Gizmodo here who's been helping. Gizmodo, what do you make of this? I, you're, you're, I called Julian to my chamber this evening uh, to discuss really my dead end with trying to find this last item. Mm-hmm. It, it had seemed with the other two that there had been a brazenness about the way they've been going about their business, but this one, it, it, it was very difficult to, to find where it was. This one, it felt like they didn't want us to find it. Um, I had my spies everywhere and could not track it down, and I called Julian to talk about this, and when I arrived at my chamber, Julian was waiting for me, and he informed me that he had had a stroke of insight and, and, that, and that he believed this was the last item was. As we speak right now, I have sent a few of my spies who are in the area to check out Blackthorn to see if we can confirm this information before we send you on some sort okay. of wild goose chase. When do you think you'll hear back? We hear back very soon. Uh, we had spies all over the continent and there were ones in the area, but we never thought to look there. Okay. Um, it's just not a town that anyone thinks of very much. Um, that is all I've heard so far from, from your friend here. Um, it was once nice, but not quite. Mm. Uh, so I think the time has come to... Uh, we won't have a, uh, I will say, standard uh, you go to Sammy's 
and get an item. Oh, I was just about to say we should go to Sammy's first before we leave. <laughs> but we should, we should prep. But um, your, your your old, I will say in quotes, friend Espinos <gasps> has been working oh. on some things for you, and and I think he's come up with something you'll quite like. Really? Because that guy is a dick. <laughs> he is. He is a little bit of a dick, but he gets the yeah. job done. So. Okay. You've got to say. Um, <laughs> so he has conjured familiars for each of you. Ooh. And if you don't know where familiars are, they are animals that will be bonded to you, that will be with you on your, on your journey from here on in. And I would say he does a good job of reflecting all of your personalities very, very well. This is amazing. In, in these familiars. I have um, so been looking forward to this. <laughs> Uh, and he had help. There, were, there was a, a merchant named Mr. Swift who came into town who helped him come up with these familiars. Sounds shady. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sounds, very, sounds very needful things. <laughs> it does, right? It does sound like a Stephen King creation. Yeah. <laughs> he wore a black hat. You didn't really see his face. Or a little, a little um, something wicked this way comes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, so the first is for you, Thrace. And uh, this is the Hades hair. And this white bunny appears uh, on the table in, in front of you. Um, if this bunny dies, it explodes into a fiery inferno that will incinerate everything in a 50-foot radius. Oh, well, yes. Ooh, ooh. Wait, uh, it is then... I, I sense a team-up. I could fry your bunny. <laughs> You're going to on purpose kill the bunny. You're going to fry the bunny. Yeah. Okay. On, on purpose kill the bunny, so it does this. It is then reincar- reincarnated out of the ashes like a phoenix and returns to its master. Um, your dragon, your character, you, you, I guess, I wouldn't say your character, you, if surrounded by enemies, could stomp on the rabbit's head, killing it, and it would incinerate your enemies and then be reborn at your feet. Um, you could also send it into a room full of orcs, let's say. Let's say. Uh, one, with, one will kill the bunny and try to eat it, and the orcs will die in a fiery explosion. Oh! And can you also imagine just the sheer shock on the enemy's face? Like, the, the, the surprise when the dragon takes hold of the cute stuffed bunny, or cute bunny, and just stamps it to death underneath her feet. I mean, that, yeah. that's got to count for something. Yes. Slight horrified. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And when it's not, you're not using it, we'll follow you uh, at your side. So it'll be at least an oh. interesting picture for your enemies oh, as well. Nice. You, you, you mentioned a, a moment ago, though, stomping on its head like, as one of, yeah. one of us stomping on its head. No, 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 because it would have to be Thrace yes. because she is um, invulnerable to fire as well. Exactly, so, yeah. so I won't get harmed. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. So I, I, was, I was thinking about that, like a, a little wily coyote action where I just incinerate myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would probably watch out though around you guys. I will um, call it Ralph. Okay, From Ralph, here on Ralph in, the bunny, Ralph. Ralph the rabbit. I like it yep. for Julian um, because and Julian, don't take any offense to this. You're a little bit weak. Yeah, to physical I, attacks. There's no question. Yeah, you are. You, for you, <laughs> for you, an armored tortoise, and, a, and a, a tortoise appears next to you. As you can see, it's, it's a painted turtle that, when placed on the ground beneath, uh, beneath yourself, it creates a magical shield enveloping you and protecting you from physical and magical attacks. Oh, I'm loving this. The shield can only be penetrated by an attack roll of 20, and the damage sustained is only half of the actual damage roll. The turtle itself is impervious to any kind of attack and cannot be destroyed. The turtle could fit into your pocket. That's perfect. Is there supposed <laughs> to be some sort on. of fable here? <laughs> maybe, yes, maybe. The tortoise and the hare. So basically, and, uh, <laughs> basically, um, uh, we'll have to put. I'm, I'm going to put a, a damage rating of, mm-hmm. of ten on it. Okay. That's reasonable. Okay. So if they roll a twenty, they'll be able to pierce right through the shield and hit you normally. 
but if they roll anything else, the shield will take that damage, but only take half of whatever damage they yeah. do. Okay? Oh. So it won't be good forever, but it's at least good for, uh, you know, a, a turn. Uh, and for you... Oh, uh, hang on, hang on. The person Henley. that came... I just want to say, the person that came up with this, stroke of genius. <laughs> I've, I've been so looking forward to this one. Uh-oh. I, we present to you Tally-Ho the turkey. <laughs> uh, and the turkey appears next to you. Uh, this has the ability to speak only with you, Henley. Its feathers, when plucked, allow you uh, to be invisible for 30 minutes. Um, and the feathers, will, the feathers will magically grow back. More importantly, the turkey was created by a god, and though highly intelligent, can only communicate through insults. The turkey cannot be killed, <laughs> but regenerates from its injuries. It can physically attack an enemy, but it does so as a normal turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. Peck, peck, exactly. The turkey that curses you out and then picks your ankles. It's yeah. amazing. It's yeah. so handy. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy your three familiars. Absolutely. I'm going to enjoy Tally Ho very much, I think. Any minute now, we'll have my spies back from Blackthorn. But I will say, um, we have a couple of items to discuss before you move on. Uh, the magical item that you recovered from the dragon, we've spent a lot of time investigating it and checking it out. Um, it seems that the first item you gained, that disc, and this new one go together in some way. The small rectangle, gray rectangle that you presented actually opens like a chest and has a receptacle mm. for the, the, the disc. It seems to have lights and stuff on it that you can interact with but while pushing the switches on it. Uh, though nothing happens w when it comes out. So there seems to be this last piece missing from the equation. I'm not completely sure what it does. I, you can take it with you if, if you'd like, but I would recommend keeping it here, though, because you for are going into the keeping. belly of the beast. As, Gizmo, as I think you should hold on to it. Okay, I will, I will yeah. do that for you. Uh, and the second is this item that you brought to me that the gnome Riley was wearing, uh, this dragon cloak. It seems to bestow dragon-like abilities on the wearer, uh, improves their defensive abilities, and allows them short-term flight. Um, I, I would imagine one of you would like to take it with you. I will say, though, it gives you, wearing it will give you disadvantage on any sort of um, stealth roll, will give you any disadvantage on any kind of dexterity check, because you're going to almost be in a sort of rage state while you're wearing it. Acceptable loss, I'll want it. <laughs> I, of course you do. I would say it's the logical choice. I don't know. He's uncontrollable more handling. Well, yes, I mean, there is also stealthy when he's give not the dragon into stuff to a, the dragonborn. Uh, yeah, yeah but let's, the dragonborn doesn't really need it because she already a, has the dragon. But, yes. but, but we can double dragon. Now you really don't get it. Now you really don't get it. I'm making the dungeon master decision. That's For some reason, it doesn't fit you. It doesn't work on you. Crap. So we're gonna. So Henley. Henley, I believe. I believe Henley is the one that could do with some protection there. Yes, but Julian. A lot of Julian's attacks are based on intelligence and and such. That's true. But does this is this going to strip away like Henley's natural stealth? Well, abilities? he can take it on and off. He has extra. Oh, he also okay. has extra stealthiness. Mm. What, right, what's so it called yeah. again? I'm thinking. Fine. It's the cloak of dragonic power of dragon power. Oof. I'm going to send you a link, Henley, <laughs> to your Whoa. phone device uh, where you can look at what what it does. Oh, you mean that same phone device I'll kill all those people with? <laughs> yeah, the phone you use to kill all those people. <laughs> I also want to make a point here, though, Julian, and I want to make sure that me and you both agree that if 
he turns around and sells this thing for 50 pieces of gold, he's going to get a good whooping from I'll, us. I'll get yeah. 100. Agreed. Right. <laughs> no, you're not selling. Not yeah, yeah, we're not giving you this cloak so you can sell it, Henley. Definitely selling yourself short if you sell for 50. <laughs> it's a very powerful item. We'd better not see this back at, at, at the shop. Yeah. yeah. Yo, Sammy! <laughs> this, is, this is how far away my brain is from reality right now. Bobby sent me the link, and I'm, I'm going to it. I'm like, what the hell is Dand Wiki? D-N-D. Oh <laughs> Dand Wiki. He should be a character. Yeah, should yeah add. Dand Wiki. Oh, absolutely. Dand Wiki is great. Write that in. Dand Wiki. Dand Wiki. He's a receptacle of all knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> He's the librarian. But, 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 but you, you really want to use the W, like, call him Dand Wiki? Yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's Polish. It's, actually, exactly. it's Dan Dwicky. Dwicky. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes, yes. He's Czech. Um, so at this moment, uh, a messenger walks in and hands a note to Gizmoto and walks out. And Gizmoto looks at all of you and says, well, uh, it seems that your friend Julian was correct. It seems that... It happens now and again. There is great power em emanating from Blackthorn Castle. In fact... My spies could only get around the edges of it. They couldn't really get into it, but there's something going on at Blackthorn. Okay. And it probably needs your immediate attention. You have been confirmed that it is in Blackthorn, um, and, and, that, and that's where you're waiting for it. Uh, Julian, let me ask you a question. Do you have any other idea what is waiting uh, these people, your, your compatriots and yourself, when you get there? There's a chance for great danger, but also great positive movement forward. Well, we know we knew that. That is the that is the definition of adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's all I'm willing to say for now. Okay. He's your friend, <laughs> Julian. You're getting shadier you, and shadier. I'm not sure I feel about this in a good way. Trust me. Mm. All right. That was easier a couple of adventures ago. I, I mean, I did hear the I did hear the man say we should get there immediately. I, I think he said that. Sh shall we two go? times? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Handley. You got word that there might be gold there. Uh, well, no, for once, I'm, what was that word? Okay. Um, <laughs> no, for once, I really just want to do the right thing. Is it? Is that so wrong? Oh, please. From you? Yes. Yes. That might be the most. That's let's just stay here. After that, yeah. let's just stay here. I think after everything you've ever said, that might be the most dishonest <laughs> thing that's ever come out of your mouth. Let's go, shall we? That's up to Henley, by the way, because he has to take you there in with his phone. Oh, oh, you know, maybe I'll bring Julian. You can walk. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what I'm going to do. No! So I grab Julian, and I pop in Blackthorn, and I disappear. Henley! Henley! So, Thrace, uh, I can provide you a horse or some sort of carriage. Oh my god, together. I'm gonna kill that. It is like seven turd. days ride. Going <laughs> like Henley, what are you 15 doing? hours a day, so. And then Henley pops back with Julian. Oh my god. Hi. Gotcha. You're not even funny. Can we just go, please? Could you say something nice about me before we do? No, I really can't. And nothing is coming to mind. Oh, you know what? I don't blame you. Let's just get out of here. Yes. You pop into Blackthorn. All right, so you pop into Blackthorn, outside of Blackthorn, actually. And what you see in front of you is a giant stone wall with two metal gates. Okay. 
How big's the wall? Like 20 feet? No, 50 uh, we're, feet? we're talking like probably 100 feet Oh, tall. okay. High? Unscalable. High, like, yeah. like unscalable, yeah. like sheer wall. Mm-hmm. Is it really thick? Really, really thick. How really thick is really thick? Like, Let's go with the adjective impenetrable. Impenetrable, right? unscalable wall. There you go. I need to know how thick it is. It's That's our dungeon master giving us the hint to move on. Wall. Yeah. <laughs> impenetrable, unscalable wall. Okay. Dungeon master is saying move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Two huge metal gates in the front of it. You can see through the metal gates, you can see Blackthorn Village, which is a sprawling village that has kind of multiple levels. You know, it has a main thoroughfare going straight up the middle, which you can see, you know, pretty far down, and then a ton of side streets going off. And as you look up, you can see the houses sort of up. It's almost built on, like, hill going up. Right. Think of, like, San Francisco looking okay. type place. Yeah. So is there like, any sort of guard yeah. tower or anything like that? No, no guard tower, but in front of the gate. Small door in the gate, perhaps? Not a small door in the gate, but in the gate, in front of the gate, there is a small guard post. Okay, but it's kind of like a Motten Bailey castle. It's like the town on the outside, and then in the middle is the keep. Well, the, the castle actually is up on a, on a mountain. Right. It, above the village? Above the village. Right. So you can see the castle clearly. It looks pretty small from yeah. where you are right now, but you can see it up there. It looks very imposing, very tall spires, mm-hmm. very gothic, very... Transylvanian looking <laughs> okay. in, in yeah, a lot yeah. of ways. Okay. And around it, you can see dragons flying around <gasps> the, the spires of the castle. Mom, say you. <laughs> <laughs> there is a little guard post on the right side of the gate. On the left side of the gate, there it looks like there's a box and there are three satchels hanging inside this box. Uh, and there's a sign that says four travelers on, on, the, on the box. Uh, and as you're saying they're looking, Henley... Your phone rings. Hello. Hello, Henley. It is Lujan. I... I, No, you got the wrong number. (laughs) (laughs) No, I am not... Hey, Thrace, Thrace. Do we know a Lujan? A Lujan? How do you spell it? Uh, I think it might be L-U-J-O-N. But I, I, I never ask. ask him. It's A-N. Oh, oh, oh uh, l- l- legend. Uh, hold, hold on for me for a second. And I hit the mute button on my phone. <laughs> 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 this thing works wonders. It's fantastic. Um, right, but what should we? Should we? I should. T- I should talk to the guy, right? Yeah, uh, absolutely. You probably should. All right, all right. There's got to be a reason it's calling. Uh, hello, legend. Henley, I am the the witch that you met in the swamp. I, rem- I remember. I'll, th- um, I'll think about you three to five times a week. In those, in those lonely moments. I got, a, I got a witch thing. What you want from me? <laughs> not a problem. I've been there myself. You certainly have a type. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, go on. I, I, I am assuming now that you are at the gates of Blackthorn. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we. I don't see any reason why I should lie to you. We are. Hang on, hang on. Hendley, you see that little button there that's a speaker? Hit oh. that. All right. And I accidentally end the call. <laughs> <laughs> the phone rings again. Uh, Lou John, I'll put, you, I'll put you on this uh, speaker device. Here we go. I never know what to say when I'm on speakerphone. <laughs> can, you, can you speak up? It's a, it's a little soft. <laughs> so... You are at Blackthorn now. This is where you are meant to be now. I'm glad you have made it. 
I have set up things to help you along the way. I recommend you see those three satchels off to your left. I'll do. There is one for each of you. Make sure you take one each. Take will, the right one, It will please. help you Simply. through your journey. All right. I fear you will not make it without them. Now, you seem to know a lot about what we're about to do. Could you give us a little, more, little bit more information? All I can tell you is that... That's not true. You know you know a lot more than what you're saying. You, that is true, but all I can tell you... <laughs> ...is that you are facing the trials of Blackthorn. These have been set up by devious people. Who are those devious people? Two, two of which you know already. M Mr. Henrique... Oh! Which I thought was obvious by now, since that is who's been behind all of this. Because that's who's always trying to ruin our day. And... I believe your friend Julian knows who awaits you in that castle. <gasps> Julian, see, I know you know more than you're saying you know. You know. I will tell you that... <laughs> that sentence is amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At the trials of Blackthorn, you will meet death. Oh, that's not ominous at all. Right, who's... Oh. who's what? Have a great time! In the, in the, in the call end. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was an interesting conversation. Does anybody want to fill me in a little bit more on what's going on around here? No. I just want to grab my satchel. Wait, let's get our help. Uh, tr tr <sighs> trust me again. Trust me. Okay. Uh, no. We're going to grab our satchels. Okay. So you grab the satchels, one for each of you. Um, are they all they, the same or are they, are they They're all exactly us? the same. They're Hen all identical. Henley's satchel is a little dirtier than ours. <laughs> they're all identical. And they actually <laughs> clasp right to like your, your belts very easily. Oh, so you can okay. carry them right at, at your sides. Can I look what's in my satchel? Absolutely. It's like Christmas. Yeah. All right. I'm going to look inside my satchel. So there are five uh, flasks in, in your satchel. All right. <laughs> they are all filled with a red liquid. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's all you can tell. All okay. All, all of them five. filled with, the, with the, this red liquid. Can we like do anything more to check on what they are? I don't know. Can without, you? I don't know. Well, I'm going to smell it. imbibing them? Oh, yeah. I'm going to take the lid off and smell it. Okay. But gently. I'm going to do that thing they teach you in chemistry class where you take the lid off and then you like waft it towards your nose now, rather as, than just as, taking a big old like... As Therese is smelling you know? the flask, she, I, I just downed one. <laughs> <laughs> Henley, you're such an idiot. So when you down one, Henley, something nothing really happens to you. Good job, Henley. Uh, you, yeah, nothing happens when you when you when you take it. I'll what does it smell of? I don't think there's anything boozy in this at all. Waste Definitely all not time. booze. But with with your great knowledge of booze, you know there's no booze in it. Yep. Good job. So yeah. we've established it's not booze. Yes. Clever. Very oh, clever, Henley. Poison. As Henley falls down. <laughs> it's not poison. I guarantee it's not poison. Awesome. That was a really clever way of finding out. It's not poison, Henley. Uh, what does it smell of? It smells It smells uh, sweet. Okay. It smells um, like a mix of many things. Like it's a potion of some kind. A potion. Yeah. Okay. Henley, what did it taste like? Apart from not booze. Kind of like a taffy. Like a... Like a it, was, it, was, it was a little... Um, Salt water or laffy? <laughs> uh, it, it, it was. I'm not sure if they've got bubble gum where you're from, but it was a little <laughs> like that. Um, it, it, it was delicious. Okay. <sighs> All right. Um, shall we move on? Yes. And that's so, and, and just those five flasks. It's all that's in those satchels. That's all that's in those satchels. Okay. Yes. So you walk to the gate, and as you walk to the gate, um. You hear a voice uh, to your right coming from the guard post. 
I don't think you'll want to go in there. Hello, listeners. This is your sound engineer, Justin Riley, filling in for Bobby this week at the uh, Midpoint Talkdown. Um, so this week, I'll be thanking everybody because, wow, uh, it's great to have uh, all the dedicated listeners, and um, it means a lot. Um, so let's get the uh, stuff out of the way. You can make sure you follow us on uh, D&D Adventure on Twitter if you happen to use that social media. Um or you can email adventure at talkingcomicbooks.com. And uh, let me get the obligatory um, iTunes reviews, but it, it does mean a lot. If you can leave us a review on iTunes, uh, it really helps our exposure. I know I found a lot of great podcasts that way just by you know searching a word like Dungeons & Dragons. And of course, as always, I need to thank uh, Tabletop Audio, um, Tim at tabletopaudio.com, and uh, BattleBards for providing a lot of the ambient tracks and some of the uh, synced sound effects that I use. And I'd like to take the chance just to thank uh, everyone on crew at Adventure. Uh, I never get a chance to thank them. Uh, It's so fun listening to their podcast before everybody else. Um, But being a fan of theirs for a long time, I started listening to Talking Comics right when the new 52 started and been listening ever since. So I uh, jumped on the opportunity to work on this podcast. I, like I guess everyone else, listened to that first episode and um, heard them say they wanted sync sound effects and I uh, went for it. And so nice that they offered me the opportunity to work on the show. It means a lot. For a long time, listening to so many D&D podcasts and just letting my imagination run wild listening to them, always wanted to do this treat it like post-production and um again thanks again to bobby and bob and jackie and brian for uh, letting me do this it's uh, an incredibly rewarding uh project to be working on as a sound engineer and it really keeps my chops up and on the topic of that first episode uh guess I should let everyone know that I'm doing a remix sort of version of that because the first episode still doesn't have sound effects on it and um, uh, just needs it. So look for that soon. That'll be in the next couple weeks. And moving forward, I know I'm excited to see where the story goes. Being leveled up, having new powers, and uh, they're just running with it. It's great. I can't wait to see where this all ends. And... Thanks again for everyone listening. Here is the rest of The Trials of Blackthorn, Part 1. Thanks. Who are you? I am the god of Blackthorn Village, William Musal. Hello? No, William, are, are you saying that you won't let us in, or that we just don't want to go? I'm saying you don't want to go in. Well, well we do, though. Yes, what has gone wrong that we shouldn't if, enter? It looks like a lovely village, with if a you, lovely castle beyond. If you enter Blackthorn, you will die. Not by my hand. You will die. Right, because you look kind of like a little weakling to me. I don't think we're going to be scared of you. 
Yeah, you kind of sound like you're talking bullshit. We've heard worse. Prepare to meet Ralph. <laughs> what? <laughs> Already? <laughs> He's not I'm even excited, threatening. Right? <laughs> He's just a doom bringer. <laughs> so I'm going to send my rabbit into this little watchtower. <laughs> Are you really going to do that? No, I'm not. Really. Okay. I'm going to save the poor little thing. Okay. He's all cute and fluffy. You, I feel like the number of times he gets blown up, he's going to keep coming back a little less fluffy and cute. <laughs> William, but you've I'm, asking, threatened I'm asking him you with Ralph. <laughs> what, where do we go from there? <laughs> Sorry, well, go ahead, uh, Henley. William, I'm asking you nicely. Can you open the gate for us? I will open the gate for you. That is my job. Uh, but I am also allowed to answer three questions from you if you wish to ask me anything. Okay. Henley, stop. Before you do anything stupid, stop. Okay. What should we ask him? We have three chances. Yes. What threats will be on our way? What should we prepare for, perhaps? Yeah. What's going to stop us getting to the castle? Right? That's a good one. All right. What's going to stop us getting to the castle? The list of things that will stop you is very long, but there are people who wish you harm. Mm -hmm. There is the town itself which will attempt to stop you from entering. Mm. Um, there, of course, is Blackthorn Swamp and Blackthorn Forest, which are horrible places to enter. Mm. But I hear the Blackthorn Cafe is pretty nice. It has is that a question, That's Henley? A good... It does have great espresso. Oh. That is question number two. Oh. No! Henley! <laughs> I knew he would do that. We couldn't stop him. We couldn't. I wish, uh, William, I, I wish I do, one of us I do had need to point out to you. All I said was that I've heard that no, no, this no, thing no, was no, nice. Be it's careful. not actually a question. And yes, it was. I want you to know, I'm just giving you declarative statements. I want you to know that was not a question. I would like you to repeal question number two. And uh, Guys, can we stop arguing about what a question is and just think of a third I'm question? I'm sorry, do you want to lose a second question? Oh! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That was question number three. I don't want to lose any of my questions. Henley. Great. You may enter. We are the worst set of adventurers that have ever adventured. Thank you, thank you, William. He hits a button on a console in front of him, and out of the guard post pops just a what looks like a shimmering palm-sized orb. And he says, "Please take the orb." The tree or the hand? The hand. Okay. <laughs> Not the size of a palm tree. That'd be pretty big. And it's just floating? <laughs> no, it's like it's like in a little shelf. It like popped out in like a little like container. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he said, please take the orb. Uh-huh. I'll take that. No, Thank hang you. on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Well, he took I've... it. Oh, cool. <laughs> Guys, we need to have conversations about this. Nothing happened. Good. Thank God. <laughs> Um, it's another one of those. Oh, good. It's not poison, guys. Yeah. And he says, it's an orb. <gasps> Place it in the center of the gate. And as you walk up to the gate, you see a, a spherical hole in, in the center of the gate where a lock would be. Julian? Yes, of course. You, know, you put it in, and for a moment, nothing happens. And <gasps> then the gate makes a deafening squeal and begins to open inward towards the town. Okay. Um, and when you look through the gate, in front of you, probably like 50 yards away, the town, but you're surrounded on both sides by the wall extends up for about 50 yards in. So you're almost in a passage mm, walking okay. towards... A corridor towards the town? Yeah, a corridor towards corridor the town. Corridor of doom. Or okay. towards death. Have a nice stay in Blackthorn. It may be your last. <laughs> Thanks, Billy. 
I'm going to use my mage hand cantrip because I want to see how this works. Okay. We're just inside the gate, right? So I'm like less than 30 feet away from him. William? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to use my mage hand um, and I'm going to slap him with it. <laughs> because we're already in the gate. What's the worst he's going to do? So I'm going to do exactly that. You're mage just hand, testing slap. it out. You're just yeah. testing it out. Slap. <laughs> wow. What was that? <laughs> All right. Off we go, guys. <laughs> I feel better. <laughs> All right, so what do you guys want to do? Uh, we're going to slowly and cautiously enter this gate, and then I think maybe Julian, you have good insight. Why don't you take a look up this corridor and see if you can sense anything magical or physical that might be a trap? Hmm. That doesn't sound like a bad plan. I've oh, got a better idea. Oh, God. Henley, is it just run up there and see what happens? No, it's sneak up there invisible lock because I got a turkey. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Absolutely. And so tally ho. Tally ho. I, I pluck some. I, I, I take it out of my bag. I'm holding a turkey in a bag, I guess. <laughs> Can you please come on with a turkey voice first and an insult? Uh, oh, I'm not. That's my job, I think. Yeah, exactly. Dude, come up with a turkey voice and an insult. It's going to talk like Henley. <laughs> <laughs> It, 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 can't, it can't be higher so pitched, though. It's, it's little Henley Lopey. I don't think I can do the accent in a higher pitched voice. I tried when we did Young You and that one thing, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> I can only think like Jason Statham, and yeah, that's how I gotta do it. <laughs> All right, awesome. Oh, you gotta go invisible? <laughs> pluck, a couple, pluck a couple feathers. Ow! At least you're gonna save some people's eyes. Invisible's better than your regular face. <laughs> I love this turkey. You can't even hear him. All you hear is like, oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. All right, Therese, I've got, I've got a favor to ask you. Yes, I'm going to walk up here. I'm going I'm to see what's going on. I'm going to be invisible for a little bit. But uh, if I don't come back, murder that turkey. <laughs> I'll set my rabbit on him. <laughs> All right, so now I'm going to walk up the corridor. All right, so as you walk up the corridor, um, the first thing you notice once you start walking in is pretty close to the entrance is a body, a dead body laying in the middle of the courtyard, and it has a sword sticking into its chest. I'm going to go over to the body. I'm invisible. I'm just going to check and see if there's anything on the body. And when you get to the body, uh, you see that pierced by the sword sticking to the chest is a note. Grab the note and look at it. And it's in the note, it says, there is salvation in the fire. I want to keep going and seeing more before I bring the rest of our crew with us. So you walk to the end of the corridor, and there's nothing there. I mean, you're, you're on a, a stone pathway that uh, is covered with, you know, leaves and debris and, and look, looks very worn. It's dirty. Looks like no one's tried to clean it in a, in a very, very long time. And past the end of the corridor, you can see some lights on in some houses, but you don't see anybody right now walking around. Just before the corridor ends, there is a gate uh, on your left. Um, are there any people around? and Any other guard posts? No, you, there's, there's no one you can see. There's no guard posts. It's just a gate on your left. It's a small gate about the size of a person, very different than the other one. Um, and is, is he it, close enough that we can hear him? Like if he shouts yes, back? Yeah, he's only 50 yards away from you guys. Okay. Um, they're, and they're, you can see through this gate if you want to look through it. Okay. It, um, okay I'm going to check it to see if it's locked. Yeah, absolutely. You can. I'm going to walk up to it and just give it a, give it, give it a good old shake. Uh, it is very locked. Okay. And, and looking through it, you can see it really it looks like a, a, a small chamber 
and you can see a ladder in the back of the chamber heading up, and but right, in, basically in the middle of the chamber, you can see what looks like an unlit fire. Oh Jesus! It's like it's like it's a, it's a you know a wood arranged in a circle. Yep. All right, coast clear. Come here, blokes. Uh, Is it coming. really clear? Julian, do you, do, can you take a look just in case? I've been taking a look. I'm um, at a gate. It's locked. I need your help. And I really you're appreciate none of your lip. <laughs> Henley, when I get out of the other end of that corridor, day. you're going to have a lot less lip left. And he'll be visible from the bruises. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I can smell you enough that I could hit right. you even if I can't see you. Hey, Mo- where are your hands, Henley? Movie <laughs> bloomers. <laughs> so what do, what do you have to tell us, Henley? What are we uh, looking well, at here? You, 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 you saw, you saw Deadly McDeadman over there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That note pinned to his chest said, uh, there's salvation in the fire. Now, I'm impressed. You've, you've picked up some new skills since last time. Shut your mouth. Now, um, <laughs> if you look right through there, you see mm-hmm. there's that unlit fire. There's that ladder in the back. I'm inclined to forget about salvation, climb up the ladder, but I think it might be a good idea to light that thing and... Julian, yes. you can make fire happen. I mean, let's, well, let's go no up question. this. We yeah. don't even have to go in the room for me to set on fire. Exactly, and then I'm fireproof, so... Mm. I should say, the ladder is inside the locker right. room. Oh, so we have oh. to get in that room. Well, yeah. We have to get in there. Right, uh, mm-hmm. and I'll say is, Julian, as you walk up towards this room, the ring you have on your finger starts to pulse and beep. <laughs> Thrace <laughs> and Henley... You've never seen this ring before. Julian, where did you get that ring from? Um, and why is it Sammy? making that noise? Sammy? No, you didn't, because we were with you when you were at Sammy's. I wouldn't know if there was a ring there, because I would have stolen it. It doesn't matter. Julian, could you, you ring, please Julian? start talking? No. Yes, I'm going to start hitting you with my warhammer. Yes, Thrace. Yes, Henley. I'm really sorry. Can, can, Julian, can I have a little conference with Thrace? Sure. I won't listen, I promise. Earmuffs. <laughs> Cartoonishly... Just turning my back and, and putting my arm around <laughs> exactly. Thrace, and just um, like, in, a, in, a, in a two-person huddle. Okay. And I whisper to Thrace. Yes. Out his nose. Listen, we just need to. Uh, let's just get through that door, okay? Because honestly, we are falling to pieces. We are the worst team. Thrace, listen. Yes, Henry. We, we can move on right now, but when I say the code word, nose. <laughs> I would much rather you just did the Statham chicken. Oh, deal. <laughs> but you, so, you'll, you'll know what to do. So let me, let me make sure I, I explain everything clearly to you guys, because I want to make sure you know that there's this gate on the left here at the end of this uh, passageway. But in front of you is the main street to the town. Like you can you can walk into oh. the town right now, or go le- or go left. or go left if if you want to try to get to this gate. But I'm saying like but it's you, not like this gate is barring you from sure. the town. I wanted to make sure I want to make sure I communicate that because I felt like I did a bad job of that. No, I didn't know that, but but I mean I think the matter of hand is still getting in there now. Is this gate scalable? No, because it's in it's inside. It's a small gate, but it's inside that wall. Right, you know, that right. wall is what stands up on the sides of you right now. Okay. Wooden gate, old-fashioned wooden. No, gate no, it's with... metal. Oh, it's metal. Oh, okay. It's a metal gate. Looking out down Main Street, you can see. I'll just explain a little bit you closer now. You can see the town going out to the sides, up up on the hill. This Main Street. At the very end of it, you can see what looks like a very tall clock tower. Um, and, and kind of right halfway down this really long street, there's a bridge going over the top of it that connects the two elevated parts okay. of the town. Um. All right. I have a good idea, guys. Debatable, but go ahead. 
Okay, so can you, is there like a barred window on this gate, like to get into that little room with the fire? No, there's no barred window. It's just the gate. Just the gate. Just the gate. Yeah, but yeah. can you uh, stick your hand through it? You could try to stick your hand through it, yeah. Okay. All right. So I have a good idea. Can I pick a stick up off the ground? Sure. Can we just say there's a stick on the ground? Yeah, I, I said there was. There's awesome. there sticks and twigs right. and leaves. Julian. Debris. I need Debris. you to very gently set fire to the end of this stick. Yes. And I'm going to use my mage hand again, and I'm going to stick it through the gate and light that fire. Burning hands. That's easily <laughs> enough done. Right. So burning hands onto the end of the stick. And now I'm using my mage hand and I'm sticking it through this gate and I'm going to light that fire. All right. So you light the fire. Yep. And when it lights, there's an explosion, let's say, but there is an ethereal explosion. It's like mm-hmm. you can feel a pulse moving out. It doesn't move anything, but. And there's a moment of complete brightness. Right. And then it goes away. And what's in front of you inside the thing is a lit fire. Is, is Julian's ring still pulsing? The, the fire's lit now. The ring has stopped beeping. Okay. Julian, you really need to explain that thing. It's a smoke alarm. All right, but the gate is still it's, locked. It's, the gate is it's still not, locked. It's not important. Do we have any way of getting through this gate? Is there any kind of magical barrier on it? Because if there's no magical barrier, I probably could heal it with my warhammer. But I don't want to get, like, rejected hard because it's got something horrible on there. This is like your date. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, 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 Henley, when we are finished with this, I am going to spank you like you only would, love. would happen. You would like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I could really hear Tally Ho. <laughs> you have a detect magic spell or something, yeah. don't you? Dispel magic. Dispel magic. Dispel or that spell. Just do that on the gate and see if anything happens. Uh, you cast that spell on the door? Yes. Uh, it does not open. But nothing really happens, right? No, nothing happens, but... So, so there's no magic? There's no magic that keeps it shut. Well, there's no magic that's third level or lower that keeps it shut. Okay. That's what you know now. Guys, can you please, like, stand back a bit all right, and help me out if this all goes horribly wrong? But I'm going to smack it with my warhammer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, can I just do that? Or you roll an attack. Okay. Just roll your roll the damage die on it, actually. Just the damage. Yeah, just the damage die. Because I'm not gonna miss the door. Yeah, I can right. miss the door. Okay. The door has no armor class. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's that would made be of armor. Funny, though. Yeah, yeah, it is made of armor. If That's I true. If you missed it entirely, that yeah, would yeah. be pretty funny. But she will definitely hit it. It has no defense, so. Yeah. All right, so one d8 plus three. One d8 plus four. So one d8. Eight. Twelve. You rear back and you hit it. Ugh, I knew that was going to happen. And you know what? That really hurt. It went (laughs) up my arms. All right, guys. I really hit that thing and it didn't even budge. (laughs) So there's something more going on with this game. I'm I'm sorry. I know that, you know, you know what you do, Thrace. You know what you do, Julian. I'll pay attention to any of that. Um, (sighs) Any chance that either one of you could shrink yourselves and uh, you know walk on in and then unshrink yourselves or or or, or find a way to get in there um, so well, to, to take a better look. Funny that you mentioned that. Was that funny? I have recently come into possession of a spell that I could shrink you. That's so you not could funny. Go through the bar. Julian, that sounds like a fantastic I, idea. Yes. Wow, can you believe Handley? Gave us such a great idea. I did. I, 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 awesome. Hold still, Henry. Hold still. Don't move. Don't move. Don't move. Don't move. Just, 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 just get him. Just, 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 Julian, get him. Get him. Hold his nose. Hold his nose. 
Okay. How, how big is he going down to? Uh, what is he shrinking down to? I'd say like three inches. Make sure he gets Three inches? Okay. I'm at least five. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. So you're three inches tall. He's three inches yeah. tall. I'm a grower, not a shower. Oi! <laughs> now you're as small as your penis. <laughs> I'm going through the gate. So you walk up to the, the the slats in the gate, and as you try to walk through the opening between them, uh, you are stopped by some sort of force. <gasps> oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> it's it's all right. It, it, the I told you this was going to be different. <laughs> the spell the spell will wear off in about three days. <laughs> what? <Be> fine. <laughs> Just stick him so, in your pocket. So you're telling me that I'm invisible for another 18 minutes. And, and three inches tall. And three, and inches, three tall. inches tall. An invisible three inch tall being. Telly-ho, telly-ho, stop. What are you doing? <laughs> Leave him alone. Um, all right. I think we should just go into town now. You're perfectly set up, Hendley, for a lovely day in the village. Honestly, like, I don't know how to get through this gate, but we can, at this point, put Hendley in our pocket. Because we might be able to use him, uh, you know, like a little further on. Because this is going to be two travelers coming into town. They won't know that there's three of us. I love that idea. It's so wicked. It's like a little sneak surprise there. So, um... We could shoot him on an arrow, for instance. Guys! All right, so I think for now I'm gonna um, I'm gonna pick him up. I'm at supreme disadvantage here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, At this point, I I think maybe we give up on this gate. Let's go sneak our heads into town and see what's going on there first. This has been a dead end. Because we might get a little bit more of a clue as to why this gate's important if we go look around. Mm -hmm. So at this point, may find a way to get through the gate from someone in town. Yes. So at this point, I'm gonna uh, pick up. Little miniature invisible Hendley. <laughs> little, little by, Hendley. Yeah, by the back of his collar, and he's gonna kick like a little borrower. <laughs> and I'm gonna stick like him. Like a borrower. In- <laughs> Solid borrower reference. <laughs> yes. And I'm gonna stick him in uh, one of my uh, like scales. Okay. I've got little, po- little pockets there. So he's like so. riding you. So he's like, yeah. look out your pocket. Exactly. Beha- okay. Hendley, Hendley, behave. All right. Behave. So you're walking into town. Uh, so you're walking past the gate and into town. But, but we're going to do it like just cautiously and slowly looking around. Okay. So you take your first step uh, past the gate. Mm-hmm. And when you do, you hear a click. And a from the ground, a basically plate of giant poison spikes come flying oh, out. Oh, crap. Impale all of you. And you're all dead. Oh, crap.